Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by somebody that's just as short as Cole. Yeah. His name is Anthony. <laughs> What's up, dog? What's up, family? How are you, brother? <laughs> uh, yes. Still with the roast. Okay, guys, today on the podcast, this is what happens, right? On pod chats, my clients come up and ask me questions and we give them answers. So first guy up is we are going to bring up Mr. Mike Mayo. What's up, King? What's up? What's good? How you doing, brother? Awesome. Best day ever. Best day that. ever. Yeah. Mike Mayo is, is job free now. He quit his job a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it's been a month. It's it's really good. I'm fucking loving it. Which is how much how much do you enjoy having freedom? Can you put a price on that? No, you can't. I don't no. know. He texted me yesterday, voice note me. He's like, Hey bro, what are you doing? I'm so fucking bored. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, that happens. You got it. It's good. Yeah, I know. It's a good thing. It's like you're you're used to fucking working your nine to five when you're not when you're like, What do I like? What do I do now? Well, yeah, I mean, it was like I was, you know, it was just chaos from six AM till ten PM every day. And now, you know, we're driving our own ship. So it's it's way better, way fucking better. And I have so much gratitude for this opportunity just to help people and just to, you know, be my own boss. So it's fucking awesome. I love that. So yeah, my question is in the DMs, what's the best tactic to use when you when your potentials, you know, they they go directly to, well, how much is your program? What I do is I try to dance around it and like totally avoid it and don't answer because unless I know that I can give them the price. I don't like to give the price over direct messaging. I like to either get them on a call or uh, like a FaceTime or Zoom chat. Yeah. So you asked two of the fucking best people for this. So how much is your program? First response I would say is I've got programs suitable for all budgets. But before we talk about whether or not we can work together, mind if I ask a couple of questions to see if I can help? So I would say I've got programs for all budgets. But before we chat about price, mind if I ask a couple of questions to see if I can help or not? So almost like a disqualification statement. So the first one would be, I've got programs for all budgets, but before mm -hmm. I go through that, mind if I ask a couple of questions to see if I can help or not. And then let's say that they're like, yeah, okay. I'm just like interested in the price. I would just be straight with people and be like, honestly, I don't work with everybody. So I prefer not to give price over the DMS. And if that's something you're interested in, I can send you a free podcast or an ebook. And I would like almost like, like disqualify because I feel like when they're asking me the question and they're like trying to control the frame. It's not good for them to control the frame in sales. It's bad because then like they've got the goodies and you want the goodies. So mm -hmm. if they're trying to take control of the conversation, I'll redirect it. And if they're persistent, I'll either do one of two things. I'll straight up disqualify them and be like, honestly, if like that's what you want, like I'm probably not the person for you. Like if you're going for the cheapest price, there's tons of other online trainers. If you're going for the best program, that's what I'm offering. And I'm not interested in sending my prices over the DMs in a quick conversation. So if you want to have a serious chat about your goals, Let's do it. But if that's not what you're interested in, I can refer you to a couple of my other friends who are cheaper trainers. So like right. you're maintaining like I'm the fucking prize, mm -hmm. right? You want the prize. And if you want to fucking be in my world, we play by my rules, not yours. Yeah, no. So keep alpha. Yes. Anthony, what's your perspective on that? I do pretty much the same thing. So obviously it depends like where you are at in the conversation. Typically when, you, when I get asked price, it's at the end of the conversation when I'm about to call, I send them like my hell yes statement. And they go, yeah, I'm interested. Like, what does this entail? Like, what is the price? Or the best one is like, what's the catch? They say, what's the catch? I instantly disqualify them because then they're extremely pessimistic about everything that comes their way. 
and they're just going to be somebody that just questions everything and isn't a fit for my program specifically. I like but that. I say I have different budgets and programs for everyone. I usually send an application to make a custom video and come up with a game plan for you and see if you qualify for my program. Can Dang. I send you the application? Mm-hmm. 99% of them say yes. If they go, absolutely, I'd love to, but I'd like to know the price before I waste your time. Then out of clear transparency, as long like you got to remember, like when I go through my DM script, it's mm-hmm. I'm asking good qualifying questions. And if I'm continuing to the point of where I'm asking you to book a call, I've already kind of qualified you because like I preach on Savage Sales. If someone books a call with me, they're already sold on my program. I'm just vetting them on the call and then getting more commitment on the call as like a structure. But now I do sell by chat. So mm-hmm. if I've gone to this point in the DMs personally, I would give them my framework of my programs are 99 to 499 a month. On the video, I'll disclose based off your needs and necessities what works for you. And then I have a question like you guys do on Calendly of where their budget sits. If it's something that's 249 and below, I low ticket them in the DMs and I don't book a call and I just send them framework. And then if it's over, then I book a call and close them on the call. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I was going to say that when somebody's asking about price, they're judging your program based on the price. Oh, for sure they are. Yeah. So so you need to get them out of that frame of mind. So Mm -hmm. the frame of mind is like, if you're looking for the cheapest program, it's not me. So we can, you know, if you want me to refer you to a cheap trainer, let me know. If you're looking for the best trainer, we can have a conversation. But before I send you through my application to see if you qualify or not, I need to ask you a couple of questions. Is that fair? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I've even said, like, if you're looking for something free, just Google it. You can find it on your own. Yes. You don't need to help you. Yeah. Yes. I like the language of cheap trainer, though. If you're looking yeah, for no, a cheap good. trainer, I can refer you to cutter. You want a cookie? Cutter, exactly. Yeah. I love that. You want a cookie cutter approach? Go ahead. And dude, like, this is the thing. It's like, Guys, when you're in sales or marketing, it's like us against them. And so, and the frame of us against them is you can like throw rocks at your competitors and you can be like, if you're looking for like, you know, super cheap, like Instagram model, quote unquote, like cookie cutter program, like go ahead, like you can find one for 50 bucks online. Like I'm not the dude, but if you want to transform your life and get into the best shape of your life and maintain it for the rest of your life, then we can continue this conversation. But before I send you through my application to see if you qualify or not, I need to ask you a couple of questions. Is that fair? Yeah, that makes sense. Different fucking conversation now, right? Yeah, yeah. total taking to, total control. Yeah, the biggest thing is absolutely maintaining control in that presence because, like, anytime they switch to what's the price, then all of a sudden the eggs run from your basket to theirs because they're like, "Well, I'm not going to pay a certain amount unless it's fits to my credentials." And then yeah. you basically have to take that back and be like, "Well, I don't work with everybody, and I don't do cheap shit." So mm-hmm. if you want to work with somebody that's actually going to get you results, and after you've told me you've been struggling for five years with fad diets and spending, you know you've basically been spending what you're getting worth, right? Like the value that you put into it is what you got and you're still at square one. So if you want to get the results, then you need to, you know, pay for what you want, right? Which is quality. Yeah, no, it makes sense. hundred percent. And I got one more question. Sorry, I'm taking up some time, but good, bro. is there any way to have to like lock in your clients or your potentials to, to show up for the call? Like I've been ghosted multiple times. And it's so fucking frustrating because you get ready for the call. You do all the work that you need to do. Like there's progress, they upload their photos onto the, under the application. And then they just ghost you. Pause. Like, so there... I understand you're frustrated, but your clients don't owe you shit. So I'm just going to, no, I yeah. know I just want to kill the mindset because yeah. that's not, it's not just you. There's a lot of people that are on this call that need to hear that. Like people don't owe you shit. So don't get yeah. frustrated because they don't owe you fucking anything. I understand because we feel like it, they're wasted our time, but they don't owe you anything. So my ask is what is your show up rate for your calls? Like, what do you like, or not show up rate, sorry. What is your show up process? So what do you do after you book the call? Uh, well, they get, they get an email reminder the day before, then half an hour before, and then 10 minutes before. 
that's probably too much. It is, <laughs> it is too much. I think, okay. I think that, uh, the, the, do you want something that's going to be more effective? Yeah. Okay. So the night before, this is something that I used to do when I was an online coach. And this is something yeah. that I did when I did calls for PT Dom. This is a nugget. That's not in the course. You also fucking tune in and take notes the night before, before you end your work day, every day, go on your calendar and see who you have a call with. Mm-hmm. All right. And what you're going to do is you're going to send them a 20 second video. And okay. it's going to say something like this. Mike, my man, what is going on? Hope you're having the best night of your entire life. Just check my calendar for tomorrow. And I saw we have a 15 minute call. I'm super excited on the call. We're going to talk about what you're struggling right now in your fitness journey. You know, some of your goals for your fitness journey. And on the call, I'm going to give you a game plan to help you with your fitness goals to get you in the best shape of your life. So I'm super excited. Bring a pen and paper and I'll talk to you tomorrow, brother. Take care. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So turn off all the fucking seven notifications. Cause that probably might, like, I would honestly be annoyed if it was me. So the way that you can make that more effective is you can do a 20 before like a 24 hour reminder. I'm cool with that. And then a night before reminder is more than enough because at that point, like they know, right? Yeah. 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 I was going to say two things. I was going to say same thing with the follow-up process of first of all, if you guys are booking calls like two weeks out in advance, don't do that. Yes. Set your framework on calendar to be a week. So they book within that week to talk I, to you. I would argue that it's like 72 hours max. Yeah. It just depends on how much you're booking at the same time. But yeah, a hundred percent, like the shorter the time frame, the better because they're still hot. Right. I've even gone into the fact of like, can you do like, if they're booking a call and they're like, Hey, I can't book a call till fucking Monday. And it's Monday today. I'll ask them when the next time they have a chance to have talked to me today for like a free 15 minute call. And I'll book the call for that day and get on the phone because they're fucking hot right then. As for follow-up process, something similar to Brian, but like, just stay in touch with their DMS. Don't book the call and then wait a week to message the person 24 hours before and be like, Hey man, I realize we have a video call tomorrow. You know, that's like, I'm super fucking excited to help you. Like stay in touch with them, do check-ins and just mm. like keep familiar with them and don't make it seem transactional to them where it's mm. like, Oh, I booked an appointment now. Like I'm not talking to you till you basically want my money. Like have yeah. a conversation with them and keep a conversation up with them. Just so they, I, yeah, I love that. Connected. I want to add to that. That's fucking brilliant. And what he's talking about is like the job isn't done once you book the call. That's what Anthony's right. saying. Yeah. And so different ways. So the DM is a fucking brilliant move. Another brilliant move. It's very simple. Mike is if you've got a call booked in three days in fucking a day and a half, from now, go like mm-hmm. and comment on one of their Instagram posts. Yeah, I do that already, but yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. Like just show them like, hey, I'm still fucking ding, ding, still yeah. here. Hello. Yeah. I really like that video idea or the 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 video or the voice note, whatever. Just yeah, to, yeah, that, 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 will, that will increase your show up rates to like 80 to 90%. That was one of the, like, I'm always looking for like small shifts that, uh, that lead to big results. And mm. I, that's a small shift that will lead to a big result. Yeah. Mm. And also when I started, like I was doing like 10 to 15 calls a week at one point before I went into the mastermind for sell by chat and you're you're not, you're not doing sell by chat yet. So if you do get to that point and you're having people ghost you, I started implementing a $25 booking fee and I had a hundred percent show rate at that point. That's what I was kind of wondering because I've heard of you see the right amount of volume to book because you it will scare people away because they're transactionally doing it, but Calendly has a premium feature, which if you have the notifications on for, you can add it into your Stripe. So they input their credit card, they pay a $25 fee and it says refundable upon show up. And then you just disclose that to them in the DMs prior to booking. This is only if you're booking like 10 to 15 calls a week. Yeah. And you're having yes. a problem with show rate. I was literally, I was literally just about to say, motherfuckers listening to this. If you're yeah. an online coach that has three fucking clients, you don't fucking do that. So no. this is when I had 50 clients and I'm booking 15 calls a week and I'm literally up to my ears and calls. And I was like, 
I'm not like, if you're going to waste my time, like you're going to just pay 25 bucks because again, coming from a place of authority, you yeah. want to book my time. You want to get into my program. Tell me that you're going to be, that you're serious enough to put down 25 bucks to get on the phone. Yep. I love that. I absolutely love that. Bam. Yeah, no, that's, I was kind of leading that way to be honest. It was just to, and it shows more commitment that they're, that they're actually serious about the program too. So it's almost a way of betting, but. Bet. Yeah, I think no. you'll, so you'll solve the problem with the video. Do that. Yeah, let's do it. That's awesome. Love it, bro. Chat you, chat with Sweet. you soon. Thanks for coming up. Sounds good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yo, everybody that's on the call right now, it's like, because I'll be honest, the likelihood that we get to everybody is, I'll try, but it's slim. So as we're fucking going through, tell me what your takeaway was. So all of you that are listening right now, what did do you just take away from that conversation with Mike? So type it in the fucking chat box. Type it in the chat box, motherfucker. Brandon Roberts. What up, King? How you doing, Yo. bro? What is going on? What is going on, Brian, Anthony? Good to see you, Kings. Hope you guys are doing great. I'm going to piggyback off the last conversation. I love that we're on the DMs because that's where kind of my question is as well. Now, mine is not so much as far as getting the point after the call is booked. Mine is is booking the call, getting them to really like, you know, kind of build a relationship in the DMs, like getting the prospect to like kind of like open up so you can dig into a little bit of pain in the DMs. I find that you know, I have been, uh, I'm a little bit cold in DMs lately. People haven't been opening up as much. I've been getting ghosted and I know I'm doing something wrong. Sometimes like I'll try to like, I'll try to nurture maybe cold leads a little bit too quickly. Usually the warm leads I have like really no problem with, but I was wondering, you know, what is like, you know, some best practices when it comes to really getting, taking people through the steps and kind of playing that fine line between following the script and then like keeping it a flow where you're actually building a relationship, getting them to open up and eventually want to work with you. Okay, so two things. One, please drop your Instagram handle in the chat box. And two, Anthony Manzi, I want to let you go first. I love that. Okay, so for you, you're basically having a hard time decipher between cold, cold and hot, it sounds like, more than anything. Because you're saying warm leads are 100% into you, but then you're having a problem calls and people show up. So those three things in itself don't align, right? Because if we knew the difference between cold and hot and that warm were showing up and I was booking calls, then I would know the, the differentiation between the two. So for you right now, I think the thing is, is one, obviously Brian is asking for your Instagram because we want to see one connection and two, how much depositing you're doing before you're asking for a withdrawal, right? So for you, do you know like for 100% you're doing three, four value reels a week, you're doing connection posts regularly, your clients, your followers know who you are? Oh, you are in shit, bro. You are in shit and you know you're in shit. The last time you posted was seven days ago. Are you fucking high? What the hell? Of course, people aren't replying to your DMs. You don't fucking exist on social media. There we go. That dude. So great question. First of all, thank you for asking before I rip into you. Guys, If think about it like this. All right. So when you're in the DMs with people, one of the first things that they're going to do is they're going to go to your profile. That's the first thing you're going to fucking do. It's so funny because this is one of those, like, uh, first of all, Brandon, you're not the only one that does this, by the way, because... I get a lot of mastermind students and if you're in the mastermind and you're here, say I'm here. Because a lot of my mastermind students don't come to podcasts, but that's fine. In the mastermind though, students will come to me with one problem. And then I'm like, that's not the fucking problem. Like that's the fucking problem. And that's what's happening here. So you think it's the DMs, but the reason that it's that you're struggling to get people to reply to you is not because of your direct messages. It's because of your content. Because when you're in the DMs with people, the reason that they're cold is because they go to your page to read your content and there's fucking nothing. There's something from seven days ago. So why the fuck would they go to your page when they can go to Mike Mayo's page who's posting every fucking day and he's in his he's in their DMs and he's every fucking day, he's jacked as fuck 
and he's fucking consistent. And then you're sliding in, you posted seven days ago and you wonder why they're cold, right? I'm going to be, I'm going to call fucking spade a spade. So like, you got to fucking understand that like you have 1,350 followers. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. You should be posting twice a fucking day, bro. Every day. Why the fuck haven't you come to content audits, right? Like every fucking day. And those of you that are like, oh, I don't have like a low yeah. amount of followers. I haven't been able to, you know, see fucking progress in my business because I have a low amount of followers. The real Brian Mark, this Instagram account that I'm on live right now, I started in fucking December of last year. I posted twice a day, every fucking day, seven days a week for 10 months. And it's at 18,000 followers now. So low following is bullshit. And the reason I started a new account is so that I could prove that. I'm like, this is the fucking golden era of fucking online coaching slash video content slash social media. So get your ass on your content because the more that you post content, the more that when you reach out to people, they're going to be receptive. And the more people you're going to have to reach out to instead of having to comb through your fucking followers and send out DMs to people that are on your followers or going to hashtags or friending people on Facebook and sliding into your DMs, that's not going to work anyways because they're going to go to your content. The last time you posted was seven fucking days ago. You hear yeah, me? I'm going to be honest, man. All your, all your fucking leads are cold because you haven't posted and I'm going to hit it right home for you. Would you have bought into Brian's program if he didn't fucking post shit for a fucking week? I don't know. He had an awesome podcast that was like, it was already stacked. <laughs> that's, so. that's, yeah, it's fucking uh, touche. Touche. <laughs> Bad reference because you probably got, but no, fuck that. Great reference. The podcast. <laughs> You know how many fucking times I do a podcast a week? Five, motherfucker. Five episodes. And so you warmed up because you listen to five of my episodes that I record every fucking week for three years straight. Yeah. You ain't if you're, if you're looking for clients, bro, they want someone that's they, like, they're not able to show up for themselves and they need direction and they need a leader. And you a leader doesn't. You fucking heated, bro. I'm fucking taking off my sweater now. A leader doesn't real. miss, right? So you got to be posting on your social media. You got to be posting. You got to be like, the number one thing we say is deposit to withdrawal. So if you're not depositing shit, then they're not taking any value from you. And then like in a week in social media, the reason why we say post every single day. And like, even when Brian, when I joined, it was like post Monday to Friday, post a connection post and post three reels a week. Cause reels weren't popping yet. And now it's, I always took shit seven days a week. Like when I blew up, I had 700 followers and I hit 10 K and it was because I was posting a reel and a written every single fucking day, seven days a week without yes. failing. Air Fuck, yes, I was committed and I was obsessed. Yes, about delivering value so that I could withdraw. Fuck and anytime now, anytime now, when my shit is slow, I will go back and actually Cole called me out and made me do thirty days of talking video straight. Like that's the level we play at at the mastermind. He called me about like some stuff for PT Dom and was like, and I was off a little bit, and he called me out. He's like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Oh, like I just hit forty three k last month, and this month I'm like half of that, and we're halfway through the month, and it's like, or we're less than half, and it's not looking that good." He hangs up on me, calls me back. He's like. You're not posting enough talking videos. You're committing to 30 days of talking videos or else you owe me $1,000. And that was it. And ever since then, sales went back up just because my commitment dropped because I got comfortable. So and here's, here's why most of you won't take that advice. All right? Listen up, motherfuckers. Here's why most of you guys won't fucking listen. Because you're like, but fucking Anthony, fucking I post and I only get 700 views on reels. So like, what's the point of posting twice a day if I'm only getting 700 views? That's 700 potential clients, Right? When you're making content that's specific, that solves a problem for your avatar, like people are always thinking like low views, like, oh, I'm getting low views. It only had like 50 fucking views, blah, blah, blah. Imagine speaking in front of 700 people and actually having a message that fucking smacked, right? And like one of those people, when that message smacks and you actually create content that's fucking valuable, one of those people listens and goes, fuck, I needed that. One out of 700, 
So if you have like 3,000 views on your video, one out of 3,000. And then for those of us that get videos that go to 5, 10, 15, 20, that like opportunity. But Anthony's right. Like it needs to be valuable. And so one video can get you a fucking $4,000 paid in full. Like Darun said, one video. All it takes is one fucking client. But you need to consistently produce content that actually gives fucking value twice a day. And for those of you guys that are like, twice a day is a lot. Work at fucking Walmart then. Work at Walmart for eight hours a day. That's a lot. Two times a day on social media is not a fucking lot. All right. It's a lot for you because you're used to fucking getting paid dollars per hour and putting in half-ass effort to get paid fucking dog shit money. Put in the fucking work. Cole's not here. So I got to be tough for both of us. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, 100%, bro. I mean, this this was the slap on the wrist I definitely needed. I I didn't even think it was a content thing. I thought it was totally a DM thing, which was hilarious. And, you know, I can really look back now and see, because I think as a coach, I'll kind of do this two thing where I'll have my, I'll have my coach hat on where I'm working in my program on my clients. And I'll have my sales and marketer hat where I'm like getting more clients. And for the past few weeks, I've had my coach hat on for like too much, not enough content production and, and in that department as well. So as a result, yeah, the, the conversions and the acquisitions go down. But I got, you know, my program's good to go That's for good. the and, more people now. Yeah. And so who else experiences that? You're explaining a very common problem with online coaches. And the problem with online coaches is that like, because there's a lot to do, you can, you have to learn how to create that content that's valuable. Then you need to learn how to sell fucking clients. Then you need to learn how to deliver your program. And you need to keep your mindset on point. There's like four buckets that you should be working on actively at all times. And sometimes one bucket requires more energy. Does that make sense? So I literally just watched Mike Mayo just shared a reel as we're on this call, probably because I'm bitching at everybody for not posting two a day. So anyways, that's besides the point. So there's a lot of buckets that you need to focus on with your online coaching business, which is why for all of you online coaches that want to hit 5K, 10K a month, it's really important that you have a workflow. And that's a boring, sexy term that nobody likes hearing, which is why we don't teach it in the first seven weeks because everybody's like, teach me how to make fucking money. But like, if you want to get money and sustain money, then you need to have a balance for how you approach your business. You need to be working on your content sometimes, working on your mindset sometimes, working on your sales sometimes, and working on your delivery sometimes. And there are seasons to your business, right? Like as an example, whenever we host a PT domination event, which stay fucking tuned, there's one coming soon. Whenever we host a PT domination event, that's a season that requires me to be more focused on delivery. But that doesn't mean that I'm taking off the fucking marketer hat because the marketer hat needs to be on if I want my business to grow. Yeah, I think a different even aspect on that is to always be auditing your shit. Like how do you miss that you haven't been posting for a week and you're focusing so much on DMs? You need to be tracking everything. That means your workflow is off. Because if your workflow is not making a poster fucking real every day. And then we're, we have a void there that we need to fill because in order to basically reach every single aspect, you always have to think, and this is what clicked with me in the mastermind because I came Brian, I was like, I want to be a mastermind coach. What the fuck do I have to do? He's like hit hundred K. And so ever since then I've been like, okay, well, what would hundred K Anthony be doing? And that's how I fucking operate. And in 10 K a month, Ben or uh, Brandon wouldn't fucking miss a post. He wouldn't miss a fucking reel. You know yep. what I mean? He would know that it's not the DM, just the fact that I'm not dropping quality content. Yep. So you have to think a step ahead of yourself of like, where do I want to be and how the fuck does that motherfucker act? And then replace that. Start producing valuable content every single day, twice a day. And you're, I promise you, you're going to come in two weeks and you'll be like, you guys are right. All right. I can't freaking wait guys. This was, this was amazing. This was so valuable. The it's just incredible how I forget how the saying goes, but you can't ever see like the problem when you're stuck inside the problem. That was 100% the case here. My mind was completely in the wrong department and I can't, can't wait to get to work. And I uh, really appreciate the help boys. We're here for you, bro. I love that. And guys, the people that are here asking questions, you fucking cute motherfuckers. All right. 
We always give you direct access to us. You just got to be willing to show up and ask. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Devin, what's up, King? What's going on? How you doing? Best day ever, bro. How you doing? I'm amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you because last time you brought me up on the chats, we set a date for October 28th to, to leave my in-person training that I've been building. And we made that successfully to happen. So, so bam, we, motherfucker. We, everybody say, everybody unmute yourself and say, bam, motherfucker. Everybody. Let's go. I love that. Congratulations, bro. Full-time online coach. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been amazing. I'm feeling good. And one thing that I want to basically touch on is I ran a two-week challenge last month and it was super successful. I was happy about it. I made a $2,500 in terms of uh, clients. Hell yeah. One thing that I want to talk about is the accountability that I'm doing with my clients. So in the beginning, as I was kind of like transferring to go fully online, one thing that I was doing for my accountability was almost kind of holding their hand in the beginning where I was giving them calls five, 10 minutes, sometimes 15 minutes um, each week instead of the videos. And currently right now, as I'm kind of growing my clientele, I got about 27 clients right now. Yep. And to do that accountability check-in each week, obviously is taking a lot of time. So what is your suggestion right now on like, transitioning that over transition okay a great question you just asked a phenomenal question and this question is going to get value to everybody so just 60 seconds or less walk me through how your accountability process works when somebody signs up how does the accountability process work 30 seconds or less so i communicate with them daily chatting things like that etc so no, but i want the calls what's going on with the calls Okay, so on my calls, basically what I'll do is I'll set up a day and time with them and I'll just get on a call and, and almost kind of go through the script that we have set up for the accountability questions we have set up like that. And that's every person that signs up and how long do they get those calls for? Is it the whole program? I would say about half of my clients I've been doing that for for a couple of months now, yeah. All right, here's, okay, so here's how it's gonna work. So first of all, this is something we teach in the mastermind, but we're gonna teach on the podcast today. Anytime you make a change to your program, it needs to be positioned as a value add, not a value subtract. Everybody write that in the chat. Anytime you make a change to your program, it needs to be positioned as a value add, not a value subtract. And I'll tell you why. Because if you go to your clients right now, Devin, and you're like, hey man, listen, like I know that you signed up for you know one-on-one -on -one that involved calls with me, but I'm actually gonna be taking those away. And my brain wants to do the value add because I'm so conditioned to it. I'm gonna be taking those away. And you get weekly check-ins now. So have a nice day. Like, how does that feel? Feels like you're taking something away from me. Right? Yeah. Correct. Right. right. It feels like you're taking something away from me. So you need to position the change to your program as a value add. And the way that you would do that is by framing it in a different way. So here's what you're going to say. So I would reach out to each individual one with a video and a personalized video. And I would say something along these lines. I'd be like, Hey, Devin, what's going on, bro? So I realize I've been selfish. And the reason I've been selfish is there's a community of 27 other people that all care about you and your goals and they want you to win. And I want to start, you know, really bringing the community together and showing you what a like-minded group of people that care about you and support your goals looks like. So once a week, we're going to be doing a goal setting call. And there's going to be a 45 minute one in the morning. 
because there's going to be some of you that work nine to fives and there's going to be a 45 minute one at 6 p.m. PST. And what I want you to do is once a week, I want you to book in for that goal setting call. We're going to go over your struggles. We're going to go over your goals and I'm going to give you a game plan every single week and get to meet the other members of the community. So this is going to replace the one-on-one accountability calls because frankly, you're going to get more value when you meet other members of the community and you have a team of people that have your back. Boom. And then, and then once a week, you're going to do goal setting call once in the morning, once in the evening, and you're going to replace them with these goal setting calls. And those goal setting calls, by the way, are clips that you can use for content. If I were you, I'd be on those goal setting calls and then I would be... Oh. Like those, like you could use, like if you could take clips of those and use those as testimonials for Instagram, like you could do a sure. screen recording. I'd like some of your clients, like, I lost 20 pounds. I fucking love this program. It's amazing. You can also use those as coaching calls and replays for your group. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can do with those goal setting calls. That's going to help with your retention. It's going to save you time. And it's going to like, just be more scalable because that model will work no matter how many clients you have. Like even when you get to 50 clients, like you'll still be able to do one in the morning, one in the evening. And now you're not like bottleneck for a time. Whereas like right now, it's going to be hard for you to scale because there's fucking only a certain amount of hours that you have in a day. So Mm -hmm. even if you have, you're like, I'm good with my time management. Like, yeah, but if you have 50 clients and you're doing 10 minute calls with 50 clients and you have to space them out throughout the day, it's only a matter of time before you drive your car off the nearest bridge. So you got to have a system that's scalable. And that's, that's the system that's scalable. For sure. That's perfect. Cool. That's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Valuable. Yes, sir. I love it. My man, next up, we got Mr. Tyrell Shaw. What's up, King? Yo, what's going on, man? How's everything? Good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Everything's blessed. So my question, so I have about like, I feel like I'm finally gaining momentum and like having like a client base and all that stuff. And I'm sitting at about like 23 clients right now. But one thing that I don't have, and I'm obviously looking at like, why the fuck don't I have it? I don't have a community. I don't have a Facebook group or anything with all my clients, any of my clients, right? So I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's the best way to approach, like, starting a group? Everybody in. Fucking do it now. And then <laughs> take this first. And then go ahead, you first. This one's super easy, brother, honestly. It sounds easy, yeah. Just fucking group and then send the link. And just like we had the, on the last person that was here, it's a value add. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I'm going above and beyond. I've actually started a private community with just my clients so that you guys can actually get more value. Where actually I'm going to go live in the group three to five times a week. And then what I do personally is I run weekly challenges with $25 giveaways. So like yeah. right now we're doing a sit-up challenge. I take part in every single fucking challenge. So I post my sit-ups every single fucking day. And then whoever wins, posts them up, posts every single day and like does the most sit-ups, wins a $25 gift card at the end of the month. So it's like about building that community. So it's just as easy as just build a fucking group, create the name, send them the link, add them all in, and then basically start going live in there and have a schedule like weekly of like what the challenge is, what the lives are. And then just get everybody into like buying into that group by having the challenges that are paid. So they have an initial incentive to take part and actually be active in the group. And then also starting a free group as well. Like when I first started, honestly, I had a free group and you guys will have like your type form in your bio. I had my free group in my bio. So it wasn't like I was trying to sell you anything. It was like, just join my free fitness community where you can come get knowledge. And I would go live in my fitness community and just over deliver and over deliver and over deliver. And then those people from my free fitness group would turn into my client paid group. So mm-hmm. it's just, that's what I would personally do on my end. But obviously Brian will have some tips for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So I agree with most of that. So the only thing, so again, we talked about Devin, right? And when I said to Devin, when you make a change to your program, it's positioned as a value add, not a value subtract, right? So yeah. last thing you want to be like is like, to your clients, like, hey, like, there's a Facebook community now, and you have to be there fucking checking in every day. So they're like, fuck you, you're taking away my time. So the way that you're 
position your program is, is you're adding value. So, hey guys, like, listen, I've got 23 clients now. You guys are all crushing it. And I want to introduce you guys to each other. And also I want to start doing more live trainings to give you more value because I want to make sure that this program isn't just training and nutrition. It's also lifestyle coaching. So I'm going to be giving you guys like mindset hacks, like just tips and tricks. And also I want to give you a community where like any questions you have, you can always get answered by me and other people in the community. So starting a Facebook group, this is what it's called. This is what it's about, et cetera. So that's what you do. That's how you do it. I want to talk about why a Facebook group is important though, because if you Tyrell have somebody in your program, let's call him John and John is not motivated to do his fitness program, he's going to feel resistance to you and the training app and the likelihood that he will log into you, like talk to you or log into the training app is low because he's not motivated, right? But homie goes on fucking Facebook. So when he goes on Facebook, whether or not he likes it, your fucking group will pop up in his newsfeed. And then somebody in your group is going to be like, just lost five pounds. And he's going to be like, fuck. And then he's going to want to get back into the group and get back into the app, right? So it becomes another touch point for your clients when they're not motivated. How many of you guys get value from the Change Lives Academy if you're in it? Say me in the chat box. How many of you guys get value from the mastermind? If you are in the mastermind, say me in the chat box, right? So the community is what you think. It's like, it's a little bit, Simone's like, duh. You think it's like a little bit of work at first, but it becomes an entity all on its own. Like the Change Lives Academy just straight up has an energy, right? It's like, there's something about it and everybody can feel it and everybody contributes to that. So that's what you want to build. And when you build that, you're going to have better retention. Your clients will get better results and they'll be less likely to drop off at the 12 week mark. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. Sometimes I think like I'm an overthinker and I try to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row before I do it. And I know like, this is probably like one of the things where I'm just fucking overthinking it. I just wanted to like, I don't know what the I'm fuck. Like a, I'll make it very simple for you. Okay. So I already talked to you about how you're going to introduce it to your clients. Are you a graphic designer or do you suck at graphic design? That's mediocre at best. Okay. So go to fiverr.com. Yep. Give him two or three pictures of you and get him to make you a cover photo that has your group name on it. And then how many times a week do you want to go live? One or two? I would say one or two is good, but I would probably say two. I'd probably say two. Yeah. Okay. So do a Q&A. And then do like a mindset or a nutrition or et cetera training. So one training a week and one Q&A a week. And like the training a week, what kind of stuff do you teach in your program? You know, I just pretty much, I do a lot of mindset to be completely honest with you, because I yeah. find like a lot, of, a lot of the clients that I have, what they, where they really struggle is the mindset. Obviously I'll cool. teach them you know, how to track macros and stuff like that too. But like the mindset is like really where I'm big on. Okay. So, so you call it mindset Monday, mm-hmm. mindset Monday and Q&A. So mindset Monday is on Monday and Q&A is at on Thursday. Mindset Monday, I would recommend if you are working with most online clients will be off work later in the evening. So you guys see me going live with the podcast at 10 a.m. PST. That's what works best with my schedule. But if you're a full-time online coach and you've got the extra time, I would recommend going live in the afternoon or the evening because then Mm -hmm. more people are going to be off work and they'll be more likely to attend. So you're going to go to your fucking homie, go to Fiverr, search up cover Facebook cover photo maker, and then find a homie that will do it. Spend $20 or $40 on hiring this guy to do a cover photo for your Facebook group. Send him pictures of you and tell him you want to say like group name and then Mindset Monday at this time and fucking, you know, Q&A at this time on Thursday. So then okay. you've got your group name, picture of you, fucking name a company and the schedule on the cover photo. Make the cover photo, make the Facebook group. Okay. In the description of the Facebook group, put like a short description of like what your community is about, what you're about, what you teach, et cetera. And then somebody just said, they'll make a cover for you. Strength Coach Matt on Instagram, DM. So uh, make a description and then that's now your Facebook group's done. So you've got name, cover photo, description, done. Then take the Facebook group link, send it out to all of your clients on Trainerize as you can send out a mass message. You know how to do that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah. send out a mass message on Trainerize with the Facebook group link and tell your clients that you're going to give away $100 cash today to one person that joins the Facebook group. But you got to join by the end of the day to enter to win $100 cash. And then get all 21 of your clients to enter the Facebook group. And then once they're in, tell them as soon as they get in their group, they have to make a welcome post introducing themselves with like their favorite picture, what their fitness goals and how long they've been working with you. So okay. get them to all introduce themselves. And then that's the start of your community. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's super straightforward and straight to the point. Now I got no no reason to even so overthink. do all of those things. And now you've got a community. Yeah, because I feel like everything is good. It's just that I feel like, man, what am I missing? It's a fucking community, you know? And I think that's everything. So the community um, is going to lead to retention, referrals, renewals, and upgrades. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Thanks for coming up. If anyone's overthinking anything, it's always better done than perfect. That's I love that quote. Well, you what do you mean by that? Like if you're going to do it, it's pretty much just take messy action, just build the fucking group and get started and then learn as you go and just start building it and just take action. And I mean, you have 1300 coaches in CLA post a thing. Hey, what do you guys do for your Facebook group? If you guys have a pop in one, there's Caitlin mm -hmm. Nadine has like over a thousand people. Kirst has over like how many fucking thousands? 1400. Yeah. So like, there's lots of people in here that have pop and ass Facebook groups and there's lots of people that are willing to give knowledge. And I think that's why the community is so strong. So if you want to build a proper community, literally all I did was I took the CLA well, this is Anthony CLA and just fucking copied and pasted everything onto my group and just basically did the exact same thing. Ding, ding. Also, if you are in the Change Jobs Academy and you're like, I'm going to duplicate the CLA, understand that the CLA grew over time. So when me and Cole first started, it was one or two coaching calls a week. But then the more that we got clients, it's like when you have as many clients as we do, got like 1,300 clients in the Change Jobs Academy. It's like we needed to do more live streams because, you know, there's not every live stream going to be relative for every person. So we need to do more. So when you're first getting started with your Facebook group, just understand that you don't only need a couple live streams to get started. I love it. Aaron Stevenson. What's up, bro? So glad you're up here asking us questions on your own accord without me asking you to do it. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. What's going on? I really know how to answer that. Well, fucking <laughs> answer it however you want to answer it. Well, I guess I'll start out because you asked me how my business is and... I'm booking more calls than I ever have. And I have more clients than I've ever had. So it's good. That's great. But I just want more. I think I'm just not satisfied. Okay. Tell me more. I mean, I post two times a day. I never miss doing that. I do all my stuff. I, my Facebook group is doing good. Okay. So your energy sounds off about your business. Why? Like I said, I think I'm just not satisfied. Like I have the last couple of weeks have been weird mindset wise. I think. Go on. Last week, I just felt like unmotivated to do like anything. And I think I was just kind of, I burnt myself out. Like I think it was a little bit of burnout. So mm -hmm. I tried to rest most of the week. Like I did all my non-negotiables and rested. Then I woke up like this week feeling ready to go and stuff has been going good, but I, I just wish I was moving a little faster. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. How much money are you making right now? Right now around 3,500 reoccurring. Okay. And how many calls have you booked in the last couple of weeks? At least like one to two a week. Okay. And why do you need to go faster? I don't know. I think the pressure of, of just standard that I want to get to. Mm -hmm. What's the standard that you want to get to? Well, the goals I've set right now is like five to seven by the end of the year. And then 10 by the time I graduate. Okay. So I, I think you're on pace for five to seven. Well, I agree. Cause I did the math and it's like one to two clients a week. And so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's why I said, I'm, I don't know why my energy's off. Are you comparing yourself to others? Maybe a little. Comparison is a killer of all joy, right? So if you're sitting there and you're watching other people hit 10K, other people do a lot better and you're going, oh, why am I not there yet? Things should be going faster for me. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do. There's people in the CLA who took a year, two years 
Nick Matthews two years to hit 10K. So everybody's running their own race. And I think that's the most important thing is like, instead of focusing on what's like why you're not there, focus on what you can perfect to get the results that you're looking for. So if you've been consistently booking one to two calls a week, how many DMs have you been sending a week? That, I need to keep better track of that. I think DMs is probably my my biggest, I wouldn't say struggle because I, like, I do DMs every day, mm-hmm. but I, I don't say like a strict amount. You know, I'm replying to stories, you know, replying to new followers, people that engage with my stuff, you know, basically just when I have time, I'll just send out messages. So, so that's the biggest thing is it's a numbers game, right? So for yeah. you to be booking one or two calls a week, you need to know how many DMs you're sending so that you can rework backwards your numbers. Because if you mm-hmm. want to double your calls, you need to be able to double your DM output. Like mathematically, that would make sense, right? That's logically mm-hmm. like, okay. Well, if I'm booking one or two calls a week, sending 10 to 15 DMs a day, then if I send 30, then I should be booking two to four calls a week, which would then double my business from 3,500 to $7,000 a month. So if we want to move faster, we need to just simply do more. But to do more, we need to be tracking what we're doing to basically fill that hole where we're missing a spot, right? Because then we can also look at, okay, well, maybe you're sending fuck 50 DMs a day right now. Right. Then maybe we need to do DM role plays to basically finite or DM, you know, DM script to basically book more calls. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to in turn get a better closing ratio, which we can finite backwards and look forward to that side of things. So the number one thing that I'm seeing is like, seems like a lot of like everybody deals with this. That's why I kind of went right to it is comparison. Right. Because everybody wants to compare themselves to like, why am I not at 10K rather than looking at themselves and being like, what do I need to do that they're doing that I'm not? Mm-hmm. And everybody that's doing the things that you, where you want to be are doing probably a little bit more than what you're currently doing right now and also running their own race. So you have to look at both of those things. So one, I would, I would want you to like finite the numbers and like be like, okay, well, I'm going to track the number of DMS I send today. I'm going to track the people that I send the DMS to and have a better follow-up process with those people. And then look at that scalability on a week process and see how many calls you book, see how many DMS you've sent and then rework it. If you're sending a lot of DMS, you're not booking enough calls, DM role play, come to have a deal a small amount of DMs, but you're, you have a good turnover, you're booking the calls, then we need to up the amount of DMs, up the amount of quality or, you know, content that we're sending out. And then the more that we deposit, the more that we can withdraw and the more conversations and more eyes and everything kind of works in that essence. Right. But I want to know what kind of what Brian has to say as well. Okay. So y- y'all want to know how I hit $10,000 a month. I'm going to break you back to my online coaching days. Who here wants to know? Say, yes. I fucking do be Mark. All right. So check this out. So I had $10,000 a month back in the day when I was online coaching, my program was I actually get you guys to charge a little bit more than I used to charge. I, my program was not as like some of you guys are charging 400, 500 bucks a month. So when, back in the day, for me to hit $10,000 a month, I was charging $250 a month. So in order to have $250 a month, I needed to have 40 clients at $250 a month equals 10K, right? Pretty simple math. So then how many clients do you have right now? 15. 15 clients. How much are they paying you? Various because, well, you know, give me an I've average. increased all the time. Give me an average. Probably 300. 15 clients at $300 a month. So right now you're making around 3,500 recurring income. Okay. So, and your goal is 5K by the end of the year? Yeah. So fucking what's $5,000 divided by uh, fucking 5,000 divided by 300. Somebody do math for me. Calculator. Somebody 5,000 divided by 300. About 17 clients total. 17 you need. So you need five more clients by... By how long? By, you said by the end of December? Yeah. By December 31st to hit 5K a month. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So how many weeks is left between fucking now and the seven. end of the year? Seven weeks. So seven weeks. So you, you need to get five clients in seven weeks. So you need to get, I would say one to two clients per week because you're going to have drop-offs. 
to guarantee, right? Mm-hmm. Guarantee he hitting 5K a month by December. Are you still with me? Yep. All right. So in order to get one to two clients a week, what's your closing rate on your calls? Probably a little over half. Okay. So 50%. So in order to get two clients per week, you need to get four calls per week, right? In order to get two sales per week, right? Am I right mm-hmm. or wrong? Cool. Yeah, how, many call- right. how many calls are you getting right now? One to two a week. Usually. One to two a week. Okay. So that's why you're not hitting your numbers. So in order for you to get four calls per week, the next question that we need to identify is how many DMs do I need to send out in order to get four calls per week? Is that for me to answer? Yeah, it's for sure as fuck is. It's your business. That's the thing is like, I don't know how many, I need to track it. That's where I'm, I probably need to work on. So this is, I'm going to give you a benchmark. I'm going to give you minimum 25 DMs sent out per day with the expectation of booking, booking one call per day. If I were you, bro, I wouldn't be fucking sleeping until I booked my call. That's how you're going to hit 5K. So this is how I fucking did it right here. Math. Like, it's like you break it fucking down. What are my goals? Okay, so if I want to $10,000 a month, I need to have 250 clients or $250 a month. I need to have 40 clients at 250 a month. Right now, I'm like, I have this many clients. So in order for me to get to this many clients by this timeline, I need to be, have four sales a week. In order for me to have four sales a week, I need to have eight calls a week. In order for me to have eight calls a week, I need to be sending out 50 DMs a day. I'm sending out 50 DMs a day. I'm going to get eight calls a week. If I close half of those calls, I'm going to get four clients a week, and then I'm going to get to my goal, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. And then you need to have certainty. Do you like online coaching? Yeah, I do. I really do. Do you I like do. it or do you love it? I love it. I love coaching. I think the thing that's killing my energy right now, and we've already talked about it, is school. You're still in school. So too I fucking know. bad. I know. I know. No, no, no. You don't know shit because you still got weak ass energy on this call. I'm going to fucking roast you. You don't know anything. You think you know, but you don't know. Otherwise, you wouldn't be fucking struggling with your energy. I gave you a fucking solution to fucking fix the, the school problem. And so for everybody's context, I told Aaron to drop out of school. And instead of dropping out of school, he did make an agreement with his parents that this is your last semester. Is that the agreement? Well, last, last year of school, so I'll be done in May. So last year of school. So this is your last year of school. So too fucking bad. Put on your big boy points, pants until fucking May. Get your head out of your ass and have better energy because you have until May. Or drop the fuck out. But don't approach your business with this weak ass energy or you're not going to hit your goals. Say, I understand. That's what I, mean. I understand. I understand. Too fucking bad. I expect a lot more hype energy when someone's like, yo, if you send 25 DMs a day, you'll hit your goal. Instead, you're like, uh. Well, because right. I feel like I've already sat down and like, I know it. You know, I, a numbers guy, you know, I, I know that this you're is not, what I have to do. You're not a numbers guy because you don't know how many DMs you're sending. So you can't say that. And you don't know what's going on. He's right. He's Brian's calling you at 100%. Because if you knew how many DMs you were sending out, you would have been able to work this math backwards and you would have looked at him and like, okay, this is why I'm not at the goal that I want to be yet. And this is why things aren't moving as fast as I want them to. Right. If you sat down, like honestly, everybody that's successful in this, in Brian's program, in the mastermind, they are one thing fucking obsessed with one, the numbers and two, that goal. Like when I told Brian, I'm going to hit 50 K it was like working relentlessly to the point of like, finding that point of burnout to like relaxation and basically rubbing that fine line as close as I could until I got to the highest number. And that's what you have to do, especially with school. You need to have like a constructive workflow of like, okay, every hour that I'm not working, that's the fucking DMs. Fuck 25 DMs. I just want to book one call a fucking day. If I book one call a day, I'm literally guaranteeing myself that this goal will fucking happen. That's all that I care about. It's that simple. It's literally just the mindset switch that you need to just be fucking excited and obsessed about get that, getting that goal. It was crazy, guys. I'm watching you, <laughs> motherfucker. I want you to shift your energy fucking today. 
And then I want to see you next week on Podjats. And if I don't see you next week on Podjats, I'm going to Facebook call you in front of fucking everyone and ask you how you're doing. So turn this shit around because you got until May. Every single day is the best day of your motherfucking life. I'll be here next week. You know it. With energy, passion, and intensity. All right, for sure. Go have your commitment on that? Yeah. I'm fucking watching you, bro. With love. <laughs> I'm watching you with love. Matt Kennedy, what's up, King? Oh, hey there. There we go. How you doing? Oh, okay. shit. Oh, we got a talk to have. Matt came on last week. We do have a talk. I'm great. How are you? Best day of my life, bro. Talk to me. What's going on? Well, to answer your question from last week, I, I think what I want is vain or I'm not confident that it's the right thing to want. Continue. I'm warning you some tough love is coming. So I'm just going to. Yeah. Oh, like this is like deep, but like I want like a fitness relationship and like a productive relationship. And that isn't how it's going. And like, I'm, I don't know if that is if I want that for the right reason, or I just want to be like, so you want to, you want to, you, like, you want a girl that's like into fitness with you. Like you want somebody that has, shares the same passions that you do. Yeah. And like, I want that to be my fiance. And I think that I have like just turned her off of it. And it's like the only way to like talk about that feels like an ultimatum, you know, bro, this, you want what you fucking want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, there's, there's nothing wrong with having boundaries for yourself and what you want for yourself, brother. You want what you want. If you're feeling this way about it and it's making you this uncomfortable, like you want to vomit when you talk about it, probably means you're scared enough and yet you need to fucking make the jump to take that, take that leap and being like, this doesn't feel comfortable with me. I need to address this with you out of love. Yeah. And literally be like, when we first started dating, fitness was a thing that we did together and I fucking loved it. And now we don't do it anymore. And it bothers me straight up. Like, I want you to start working out with me. Like, it bothers me that we're not, like, doing the thing that we usually, like, used to do together. It bothers me. And she can receive that however she wants to receive it. That's your truth. Okay. That's your truth. And, like, no, 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 no. That's your truth. So, like, me and Kirsten have had some very fucking difficult conversations. But it came from, like, I came with my truth. I'm like, this is my fucking truth. And sometimes it fucking leads to us not talking for a couple of days. But then when we retalk, we're like, okay, let's revisit this. Like, what are we going to do about this? And it's the same thing for her. Sometimes she's had to draw boundaries with me. But like, if you want to be fucking happy, bro, then you need to stay in alignment with what you want. And you need to communicate. And communication with your partner is fucking very important. And if you're not communicating with your partner and you're feeling this sort of way, you're building up resentment, which is doing you a disservice and doing her a disservice. And this is the second fucking week we're having this conversation. What did you do after our conversation last week? Did well, you fucking do anything? I, I thought it, I, I really did think every day about what I wanted and like all day, every day. I mean, the only time we have is like, I get home from work at 11. So no, I didn't do anything. Okay. So fucking have a conversation with her today or I'm kicking you out of the academy. I'm not joking. And I'm doing this for you, by the way. So everybody that thinks I'm a dick, I'm doing this for you because I want you to, I want you to be happy. This is the second week in a row we're having this conversation. And if I don't encourage you to take action, you're going to keep doing the same fucking thing, feeling the same emotions and not doing anything about it. I, have I a conversation today. I wasn't here last week, but are you assuming her intentions around not wanting to gym with you? Or have you guys had a conversation already where she's like, I don't want to go to the gym with you? I mean, I, I asked her, I have asked her a lot. And it's normally like, yeah, I just, I just don't want to, don't have interest in that. Then Brian's 100% right in calling you out and saying you need to have the fucking conversation and saying that, like, bro, if she loves you, she has to also respect your boundaries and your emotions and being like, hey, like, this is an important, vital part of the relationship for me, where it makes me 
Like it gives me that value that I want out of you and that like that partner connection of like us doing things together and something that I personally have a lot of passion for, want you to also embody. So it's no harm, no foul, but we need to have a discussion about it. Otherwise I'm doing you a disservice because I am going to end up resenting you if I don't bring this to the table and talk about it. Dude, I'll be straight. Like if I, if I was like dating or married to somebody and they stopped taking care of themselves, I would instantly make me less attracted to them. And I would tell them that. Cause like, I'm working on myself every single day. I'm working on mindset, my skill set. I'm trying to make myself better. I'm trying to make myself like, just be the best version of myself. And you're not willing to bring that same level of, you know, yourself to the table. I would, inst- I would communicate that. Me and Kirsten have had those conversations. Okay. Like, I was like, if I get fat, you need to fucking tell me. I'm not interested in that. If I'm a skinny motherfucker, tell me. I want to know. Like, that's like that. That's what a partner should be doing. This is what I believe a relationship is. And you can, you know, judge this for what it is. Believe a relationship is two people saying, I'm going to work on myself and be the best version of myself. You're going to work on yourself and be the best version of yourself. And then together, we're going to work on the relationship, right? But if one person is working on themselves and the other person isn't working on themselves and you're trying to work on the relationship, the person that will, that is working on themselves will often have to overcompensate to make up for the deficit, right? And that's not fair. That's not an equal exchange of value. And that's not just fucking in like romantic partners. That's also in friends too. Like the reason that Cole and I are fucking best friends because homies fucking slaying every single day. I fucking slay every single day. And then together we fucking slay every single day. That's the energy that you need to have around you if you want to be successful straight up. I think the conversation is extremely valuable because she might be not telling you about a certain way she feels about something. That is why she's not going there. Like she might be going through something she isn't comfortable opening up about because you haven't had the conversation about why this is changing what's going on and it might come across as to her as like you are going to the gym to escape the situation rather than when she actually wants you to sit down and have a conversation with her about something that she's going through that she doesn't know how to open up about the same way you're having trouble opening up about the same thing in the relationship so you have to play two sides of that story and be like you know out of respect like is there a reason why you don't want to go to the gym like it's extremely valuable to the relationship for me on like us sharing this together and we used to and now we're not like is there something that happened like how can i help and have an open discussion rather than be making it about yourself. Uh, but what the situation is, be open to receive from both ends. You know what I mean? Hmm. Got it. Today. Okay, I'll have the conversation tonight. Tonight. And then I want you to post in the academy about it for accountability. I came on pod chats. This is a little bit about my situation. This is the conversation. This is the way it went. This is how I'm feeling right now. Appreciate all the support. You got it. I believe in Thank you. you. You're welcome, bro. I'm holding you to oh, a higher bro. standard because I want you to be successful. But more importantly, I want you to be happy. And this is the second week in a row that we're having the same conversation. So I'm going to encourage you to take an action. Okay. I appreciate it. All right, bro. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. You All right, you guys. That brings us to the edit today's podcast, but I got Bray Cook and Fred Estima. So homies, I want to get to you. So here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to send me a video on Instagram at the real Brian Mark with what you're struggling with slash the question that you have. And then I will reply with a video or a voice note later on today. If that's okay with you. Thumbs up, Fred, Bray. Cool. Gucci. Sweet. So I want to make sure that nobody gets left out. Anthony, how was your first experience on Podchats? Dude, I was actually honored when you messaged me to come on. Honestly, it's it's really cool. I love giving back. I love giving value. And you know that uh, PT Dom has changed my life and it means a lot to me. So to be able to like two years later, come back and like be a head coach, soon to be mastermind coach, stepping up. No, extremely valuable. And I'm super excited for the PT Dom event as, as well. coming up. All I'm going to say, you guys, is mark your fucking calendars for the 24th. We've got a Black Friday deal that you guys are going to be like, what the fuck? So mark your calendars. All right. November 24th, Black Friday. That's all I'm going to say. 
Also, yes, Darun, I will give the event dates. It's going to be the weekend. Give me, where's my calendar? I have it. I have it. It's the 20, you want me to, you want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. We can say the event dates. It's the, it's the weekend of January 20th. It's uh, January, so it'll be 20th, 21st, 22nd. That's the event. 20th, 21st, 22nd. Darun, I'm booking my Airbnb. That's what's up. Darun is like, I'm fucking there. I'll see you there. I love it. I cannot wait to see you, Darun. I can't wait to see a lot of my clients. So guys, that's it. That's all. Anthony, you did a great job today. And where do the homies find you? If people are listening to the podcast. I'm everywhere is Anthony M. Fit and then King of Sales Podcast as well as launched. So check it out. Oh, King of Sales Podcast, eh? Yes, sir. I'm going to launch a podcast called The Real King of Sales. <laughs> the God of Sales. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much. The for King in. of Sales. Yeah. Have the best day of your entire life. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.